Welcome to another bonus episode of Me, I Am a Memoir, The Meaning of the Meaning of Mariah Carey. Uh, normally, we dip into Mariah Carey's memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey, here. But in these bonus episodes, we look at her, the wider world of Mariah. Ooh. And this... Like the wider world of sports. Yes. <laughs> and this, oh, that's the news I want to see. This episode, we have caught in our, in our net of Mariah... <laughs> Now, Mariah Nett, uh, we have caught the album Music Box. Oh, I'm very excited. Uh, this is fab. That's posh. And this is going to be only one thing, which is breaking me on down. Yeah. It may go over nine episodes <laughs> by, <laughs> by the time we get there, but we'll see how we go. Breaking me on down. All right, Music Box, 11 tracks on the Aussie version. Yes. Released August 31st, 1993, which was a few years, about five years before Mariah was actually born. I know, amazing. Um, sold 28 million copies, Mariah's highest seller to date. It went to number one in the US and number one in Australia and about a billion other places yeah. too. It's amazing. We opened with Dream Lover. By Mariah Carey and David Hall, which samples Blind Alley by The Emotions. Mm-hmm. It went to number one in the US, number seven in Australia. What were we thinking? We're, we're terrible people. Terrible. Mariah says this was the beginning of a more urban direction. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is probably my earliest Mariah memory. Oh, really? I was a, I was probably aware of songs like Hero and Without You around the mm-hmm. same time. But this was the song that made me aware of Mariah Carey as a person where I could go, oh, that's Mariah Carey. Right. Like, and oh, that's her in the video. That's her singing on the radio. Like, I could put it together. Right. And I have to say, lyrically, it kind of hits differently after Tommy. Mm -hmm. The whole come rescue me stuff. Mm So, yeah, that was my little... In hindsight, it it does feel like a very different song. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. But I do know that this is a favourite of yours, so I'm going to let you take the mic. It is. Oh, it is absolutely. Like, this whole album is one of my favourites. So, as part of my uh, deep dive into this album, I have pulled out my (laughs) VHS. (laughs) You can hear them. Listen to that tape. Look at it. And obviously, I love it so much. I'm still halfway through from whenever the last time I watched this tape was. Uh (laughs) You just got tired on Rewind. Yeah, it's it's, too much. Yeah, it's too hard. Um, So, I watched this again the other day. uh, And because they have like, at the end of the the videotape, they have like the making of the Dream Lover film clip. Right. And then they play the film clip. Um, video for those of you overseas or <laughs> under 50. Um, <laughs> the music video. We used to call them film clips in the old days because they were made on film. Uh, <laughs> they were short clips. Uh, but yeah, so the Dream Lover video was amazing. Um, 
but yeah, it's because it looks like I think it was all filmed at Sing Sing, and oh, in interesting the environs. So I did find out some stuff about it. Mm. Um, why well, the description of it is underwater in shorts? Yes, dancing in a field, sexy farm prairie scarecrow look. <laughs> <laughs> Sunflowers, a horse, hot dancers, hot air balloon. Are they lion dancing? Hip hop self defense lion dancing. Waterfall, dog turtle, Mariah in flat shoes. Yeah. Um, and my comment on it was the 90s had too much money for videos about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but the hip hop self defense lion dancing was a moment, I have yeah, to say. <laughs> That's also weirdly replicated. Uh, in the concert version of the song on that video. <laughs> Amazing. But I, I didn't think of it. You could be right because there was water on the grounds mm. of Sing Sing, which we discussed was there in case it burnt down. And then when it actually did burn down, the water was too far away for the hoses. Yeah. So it burnt down. Um, but yes, so how was was there sort of reasoning for doing it there other than Mariah's not allowed out? I think that's part of the main reason. Yeah, <laughs> do, of course you can do the video in the backyard. Yeah, because the dogs are there and there's the horses are there. Like you know, all of her, you know, upstate New York business is there. <laughs> yeah. Like so, yeah, it's like so. Seeing that now after reading the book, you're like, Ooh. yeah, it's interesting. I was hoping to see a flash of the Burger King in the background <laughs> when she got the fries. Just Debrat walking past with a bit of fries in her mouth. I mean, but, this mm-hmm. was all before. Obviously, this Still. is a full album before, so maybe that hadn't yeah, that's built true. that Burger King yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the song is. I, I remember absolutely like listening to it again, like the the little crackle on the sample record, like I love. I just absolutely it just because you know Mariah's first album was one of the first CDs I bought, and I was pretty much all CD all the time by this point. Um, hearing record crackles, hearing like the re- the vinyl record crackle, I was like, oh my God, that's right. That's what records used to sound like. All I get when I hear the beginning of like any kind of record sample mm. or just actually playing a record, all I can hear after the crack is put the needle on it. Put <laughs> the needle on it. <laughs> it's all I get. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, that's a weird thing with records is like sometimes I'll hear a song. Like whether it's a Petula Clark song or a Dusty Springfield song or The Supremes, and I'll be like, "It doesn't sound the right. The, yeah. There's no crackle in that. There's yeah. there's normally a crackle in that spot because that's the way I was used to listening to them when I was a kid. Uh, my dad's all ruined records that I stole. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I I absolutely love Dream Lover. The just like it's a joyous joyous thing it's you know dancey and fun and silly and you know you get to do 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 you gotta love a song that's got a do 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 in it so yeah it's fun it's but given the highs on this album i don't think dream lover is the best song on the album yeah i will say when it went came to sort of the um, the scoring, I feel like for um, you know memory purposes, mm. it's an infinity for me because it's just as soon as I think of it, yeah. it's like oh Mariah, you know. But and it's got that the, gorgeous kind of dirty beat, like the beat is kind of crunchy. I love like a dirty a, beat. kind of. I love a dirty beat. <laughs> DB, if you will. <laughs> um, 
But when I actually scored it in comparison, I went for a 4.5 because as much as I love it, I don't really revisit it very often. It's not one that I go, oh, got to put that one on. It's more like, oh, this is fun. I like this song. Um, but it doesn't ever kind of hit the same heights as some of these other moments. So now I don't know how your scoring goes because... No one does. I don't know. As Like, you know, I would give the album cut of Dream Lover, you know, a 4.5. Okay, so we're on the same. But for that. okay, if we I'm are talking notes. David Morales remix EP right. of Dream Lover, we are going into 22finity land because that <laughs> is... <laughs> so I actually have, I've created a little file. So, so far I have to look at Make It Happen remixes. Now we're going Dream Lover... David Morales. Like there are about twelve of them. Which um, is the one? Which is the one? Like the ten minute one. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the radio edit of that? <laughs> there is a radio edit, but it's just not like it, there's not enough in it. Like okay, the radio, I'll go ten minute. The radio edit is not. It just doesn't have the the dream loveriness. Okay. Because it's again, a word. The- <laughs> so it's it's you know it's Mariah, it's the Price Sisters, it is. Oh, okay. It is full like crazy. I can't even begin to tell you how amazing it is. But like, it's a full like you got to go the full eleven minutes. Like, there's no. Okay. There's no fucking around. Oh. <laughs> How dare I? So, yeah. So, the, you're infinitying the remixes, but 4.5 for the album version. Yeah. Is that how you're feeling? Okay. But, yeah, the remix, like, seriously, this, like, I, I listened to the entire remix album the other day, which is, in and of itself, goes for about two hours. <laughs> Not surprised. Because, like... That's just, that's been just new, side one. New ones have turned up over time. Like, there's a 2005 remix. Of, like, sure. edit. Well, not even an edit. Like, just a... You know, remix of the remix, um, but you know she sings it a new. Uh, it's a completely different key. It's really urgent. It's it feels more like you know how the single feels kind of happy and glorious. Like the remix is like no, dream lover now. <laughs> <laughs> she thirsty. <laughs> You know, she said she had a couple of splashes when she recorded these, and I'm like, mm, I true. hear that. There's <laughs> drier carry. Also, like more more whistle tones than you've ever heard in your entire life. Like she sings, like I reckon the last four and a half minutes of the song is all whistle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you, Mariah. All right, shall we jump onto track two, mm. which is "Hero" by Gloria Estacarrier? <laughs> Don't written bring her Mariah, up Written by Mariah and Snuffleupagus uh, It was a US number one And Australian number seven What were we thinking We already know the story of this You don't even want to talk about we it We don't need to talk about the steaming number two <laughs> That uh, brought up this amazing number one <laughs> But we do we do love a little moment from the book Which I will go straight into the video for this one Because mm-hmm. When I saw that it was a live video yep. I was like oh here we go it's going to be some poorly filmed, slapped together, no. you know, someone filmed it on their phone in 2006. Um, I was so wrong. It's probably my favorite video so far. Yeah. 
Um, it was an actual live vocal, though near enough to the original that it wasn't jarring as like, yeah. this is some other song. Um, and as it went on, I started seeing the audience's faces and saw that they weren't singing. I thought, That's interesting, but they looked really, you know, connected and in awe. Because they'd never and, heard and it before. I thought, well, I thought to myself, do not tell me that this is Schenectady. This, this is Schenectady. But as it went on, I got postmotional. <laughs> And after the fact, I did confirm that it is, in fact, from that concert. And I've got to say, Mariah got me. I was there with the audience, not knowing the words, except I did because it's the future. That's the Schenectady um, video. There you go. I just, I don't know. There was something in my head. I was like, oh, they probably just, it's probably clips from different shows or. You know, at the end of my favorite purple VHS, uh, <laughs> Mariah Carey. This is Mariah Carey, as they call it in America. Um <laughs> Uh, this is they they have a little brief moment of what looked like was going to be the film clip of Hero, and it's black and white. There's some close ups, non concert close ups, and then there's her performing in front of like a full string orchestra, obviously filmed in Schenectady uh, at the same time as this concert. But uh, I reckon they've just gone, you know what? The vocal is so pristine. Sure. It yeah. is so good in the live Let's version. Let's do that. Let's do that. And you know another and thing? And they, co- they were coming off MTV Unplugged too. Yeah. Let's not forget. And I, I watched, having watched it again recently, because at the time I remember thinking, like, sometimes it looks like she's singing and sometimes it looks like she's miming. And having read the book now and her talking about constant takes and constant takes, yes. I'm like, yeah. oh, that could so have been a visual from another take. They would have done the show, told the audience to get stuffed, and then <laughs> done a whole bunch of other like close ups and stuff. And let me tell you, there is some amazing fan work going on in that video. There is some. It's just some just some gentle, gentle hair hair breeze. <laughs> I did watch um, Billy on the Street with Mariah at Christmas time, and it was very windy. And I thought that's why she picked that night because it was windy. She kept cancelling. Looked amazing. She keeps cancelling. Yeah. It's going to be windy on Thursday. I'm coming. <laughs> Billy, get ready. It's uh, windy. I'm yeah. coming. <laughs> oh, God, sorry, Billy. It's windy. I'm coming. There's a whole thing. That, um, no, do I was not, just not do ready not bring for Mariah that. into disrepute. There'll be no DP. <laughs> I know she had DP on the way out, but not on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> she had twins. Wait, right. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, if those things weren't magically removed, but look, it, it's hero. It's one of those things. Like when I often think of hero, I kind of similar to Mariah. I go, oh, it's the schmaltzy one. But no. then you gotta love the schmaltz. Like it, it, when it comes on, you just feel transported. So also, I just went. you know, it's got a bridge that just. To, is Lord to die knows. for, and yeah, Lord knows it is Dreams an amazing bridge, and there's a there's a spectacular key change there, and her vocal is so good. Like you know, we are talking about right in the center of her range, like where she has absolute control and so right, much power right the, as well. It's right in the in the Gloria hole. <laughs> <laughs> the Gloria hole, like I've, I'm. You're vibrating with excitement. No, I'm just feeling splinters because, like, she just misses notes half the time, Gloria. <laughs> and I'm worried she's just going to get a, little, a bit of friction off the edge of that Gloria. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but no, there is... The- oh God, he's gone. <laughs> getting a splinter from the Gloria holes. Oh, my God, that sounds quite terrible. You know, I've actually, I've actually never seen one, but 
I was. You know they exist. <laughs> this is so right? stupid. <laughs> Apparently, so I as I you watched, know, I looked at one on on Twitter today. Of course you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scott, I was going to mention some names of who it probably was. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, how how is <laughs> edit that out? Um, <laughs> so I recently, as you know, I was in Elwood. Mm. And there was one day, it was it was a windy day, so I was like, well, I can go outside because my hair will look nice. Yes, you'll be full um, Mariah, full blown. So I went for a little walk along the beach, and mm-hmm. I was just sort of in my own world, and I sat there, and I looked out at the water, and I thought, this is lovely. I started to get a little rainy, so I was like, oh, I'll head back. And because I'd not been to this particular section before, I was very... Just sort of, like, taking it in. And then yeah. as I walked home, I was actually able to sort of look around more. And I noticed this car park mm. and there's like heaps of cars there yeah. and people sitting in them. And I was like, it's a funny, like, you know, I, I like the idea of, you know, on the way home from work, you stop at the beach and maybe yeah. get out and you, you know, have a little snack or something. Have but these the people water. were all, they were all in their car. Yeah. And I was like, this well, is it's odd. cold. It's, as you said, it was windy. Oh, yeah, but it was comfortable. And I thought, okay, this is interesting mm. that they've all done it. And so anyway, I kept walking. And then I saw someone knocking on another window. I was like, oh, I've got it. It's a drug deal. <laughs> I've decided it's a drug deal. That's what's happening here. I was like, okay, each to their own, darling. Okay. You do your thing. So I kept going. But it just, it really stuck out in my head as like, what is this? Like, who goes to the beach just to sit there? Don't even get out. Don't go sit on the sand. It wasn't pouring down with rain. They, they really could have gotten out. So I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, though. I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying your naivety. It came up with... And this is what's so... This is something I love about myself is how naive I can be. I It came up with a thing. I think it was called Squirt. Oh, yes. Squirt, where you can find... Where uh, all the public toilets where you can cop a gobble, yeah. Well, supposedly, this is a spot that people oh, yeah. frequent and they say a little hello in the car and then they go into the bushes and have some fun. Yeah. And I thought, well, good for them. But the thing that like came to me all of a sudden in a flashback was here I was slowly walking slowly. past, staring in every car because <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? And now they're all probably thinking <laughs> that I, you know, am down. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'm not saying I'm not, but I've not gotten there yet. You know? <laughs> like... I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're down. Those those bushes just seem really scratchy. I don't know. I have a bed. Why not use it? Well, you know? Why not? <laughs> but yeah, so that's a thing that I learned this week. Anyway, um, so for Hero by Gloria Estacary, you can't deny it. I had to give it infinity. <laughs> How did we get to there? <laughs> I don't know, but I segued back really well. <laughs> How soon into that story did you realize? Was it like immediate? Yeah. Uh, As it started. <laughs> yeah. Because it started with talking about glory holes, you idiot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's like, oh, speaking of drug deals. <laughs> no, no drug deals. So, yes, I gave Hero an infinity. Yeah. How can you not? How can you not? Is that your score as well? Yeah, that's infinity plus infinity. Plus infinity. A a DP, a triple DP of infinity. Steaming number two infinity. (laughs) So, track three, anytime you need a friend. Yes. 
by Mariah and Walter Snuffleupagus, <laughs> which was a US and an Australian number 12. What were we all thinking? Well, it was not. I remember this not being huge. And I remember her going out and doing many appearances to try and push the single. Just you wait about the many, many, many videos because I had to watch them all. Oh, really? And I, haven't, I, I have thought. I didn't even know there were that many of them. You wait. There's some surprise ones. Um, so this was actually, this might shock a few people. This was a first listen for me. Oh, really? I think because when it's, it was just one of the songs that starts and I'm like, oh, I don't know it. Skip. Um, so when I listened to this, I'd probably not heard beyond the intro. Oh. So I have to tell you that chorus hit me like a truck. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and I need a friend. I was like, hang on. Grabbed, grabbed you by the scruff. Oh my god, it was so good! It is such um, a good song. I can't believe what this I think is, is so. So when I, I think so, when yes. I emailed you the other day and you saw the list of four thousand versions of this song that I was listening to, you sent me Dream Lover. I think I sent both. It was Dream Lover. Oh, did you? Oh, I didn't see the yeah, other. Yeah, there was like two. So there was like you DP double picture. Yes, I, basically, I listened to all of the remixes of this and all of the remixes of Dream Lover because. I have huge affection. I think I have six different CD singles of Anytime You Need a Friend. Amazing. Um, but yeah, like it was like it was like a four-hour listening session of just two, <laughs> just two remixes. Didn't even listen to Music Box. It was just I that. listened to Music Box um, several times. Okay, so we will get to remixes. Um, but yeah, I, I the, the, the some, core song is stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. So. Firstly, I, we need an Anastasia cover. That's just as soon as I heard it, I was this. like, I need Anastasia to do this. With Taylor Dan. And I have to say, I think part of the reason that I hadn't listened to it is because the straight hair and the bad font on the single threw me off. Yeah, it's hard this is full Curly Raya. Yeah. This is Curly Raya singing right here. Um, and Choir Mariah as oh, well. Yeah. Hashtag Choir this is, Mariah. This is very churchy. Now, we had the Price Sisters and Melanie Daniels on Bouvies. Mm-hmm. And this is actually where I found out that Kelly Price, like, is one of the Price Sisters. Like, I hadn't put it together that Kelly Price is uh, one of these singers. And she actually sings an awesome version of Shaka Khan's Ain't Nobody in the greatest film ever made, Bringing Down the House, starring Queen Latifah. <laughs> She's in it. She's literally in it singing. And, and Queen oh, Latifah singing, uh, dancing with Steve Martin. It's the best movie. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. But there are five trillion videos for this. Yeah. Okay, you ready? So the official video, mm-hmm. we've got Straight Raya. Yep. We've got Windows. We've got Mariah Against a Wall, Kids Running, Choir on Stairs, even though we know there's not actually a choir singing in the song, so they're actually lying to us. <laughs> Just saying, choirs shouldn't lie. Um, there's Hopscotch, Mariah Goes Outside, there's a lady that looks at a sky, at, at the sky, not a sky. Is this it's, all it's done several in skies. long socks and a short skirt and a long jacket? Oh, I don't probably. She I, was I, really I, into the short skirt and She's long very covered up. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a man on a chair, there's a backflip, there's an old man dancing, a basketball, and more lying choir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we have... <laughs> then we have... The alternative video for the CNC remix, which is obviously a remix. Tommy's there. 
for some reason. Why? There's behind the scenes footage. There's cops. There's extra people. There's weird deeper vocal on the verses. Um, there's more smiling. There's Mariah ironing. Mariah's, as I call it. Mariah's, yes, I remember. There's a pillow fight. Mariah straightens her hair and she has a dressing gown, yep. which was reminiscent of Dem Baby's dressing gown. Then we have the Soul Convention remix. So there's bits of the OG and the remix video, plus footage of a roller coaster, fairy floss, car raya. I think Mariah sits on Tommy's like disgusting. <laughs> Icky. <laughs> then there's plain raya and a curly straw. Yeah. Okay. So it seems like Mariah was like, I want to go to the carnival. Oh, fuck, Tommy's coming. Um, better sit on his lap. Um, there's photographers. Um, then we have the lost video. The lost video. Do you know about this lost video? No. I thought okay. I did. You was might. this MC30 so, turned up, like, from out of nowhere? or It was Entertainment Tonight. Right. So I don't think so. Because it's not actually... The whole thing hasn't been released mm. or even leaked. But Entertainment Tonight interviewed Mariah... On set of a video for Anytime You Need a Friend, mm. but she had lighter, curlier hair. Mm. Mariah is in a gown as like a princess slash queen. Yes. There is a choir, but it is a different choir. Mariah makes fun of there being no concept <laughs> in the video. <laughs> there was a castle, though. And in all honesty, it looks like it would have been amazing. It was very extra. Mariah mentioned walking around in the dirt barefoot somewhere. Oh. Um, the Price Sisters were there. Um we think it was shelved for the hair because Mariah says the hair was hideous. Um, and the fans say it's because there was some cleavage. Oh, yeah. Probably. So that's probably why. But it looked kind of amazing. Like It would have been the same the same kind of deal, but it was gestures. Curly Raya. Too many grand Too many gestures with voluminous breasts. grand gestures. Absolutely. But I've got to say, as time went on and I watched the 19th video for this song, I started to die a little you inside. But what was so good was like the original one would have been the best. If that had have been seen through, yeah, uh, but it, not if the hair was. It would have been. No, it, but that's, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. But to be honest, the hair was fine. It was it was the same as in the, hair, in the hero video clip. Mariah, that's not Mariah's favorite yeah. um, hair, but it, it's still she looked amazing, of course. But it just looked bigger, and it looked it actually had like kind of sounded like it had, even though Mariah was like, "There's no concept." There was a castle and she was rolling around in the dirt. That sounds fun. It does sound fun. But I I think what happened with this video, like, they did a lot of promo on this song. Like, I remember seeing she sang it on Letterman. Um, Where else did I say? I saw her on a few, like, live TV performances where she belted it out to next week because it's one of those songs that... (laughs) gets belted like once you once you hit the chorus it's like well well singing this all the way to the end yeah um but yeah and like the the cnc remix is amazing like i mean there are about 400 remixes um i was gonna say what are the remixes you think uh again all of the ones the one with the most scatting at the end is my favorite (laughs) there is so much scatting like Kim Cattrall got paid so much for that. Kim Cattrall, like, no, Mariah, Mariah, <laughs> what doesn't sully scatting with weird, obtuse lyrics? She just gets a bit of did it it. Well, he's something with the he dogs and something with the she dogs. She just gets little dog grace to the end of his day. No, no more, no more dogs. It's just did it it, did it it. <laughs> the best thing is, I think I sent it to you. Scatting you and whistle notes. 
together. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, it's heaven. I'm just going to play the Kim Cattrall video over my Get Smart intro. <laughs> <laughs> And call it anytime you need a friend 2021. No, that is not how that works. Anyway. It would be amazing. Anytime you need a friend um, is a great song and has even better remixes. And many well, of them. I, okay. Different to all of them. Maybe, the whole okay. hour. I want the whole hour. Oh, God. Okay, I'll put it on double time. Fast <laughs> no. Um, listen to all but of them as if you're at a club. Very, <laughs> why would I do that? Um, very exciting news that for a first listen, I smashed this out with an infinity. Yeah, how can you not? I was like, I'm there, this is, Mariah. This is this has always been an infinity. This song. Okay, it's, there you go. It's a very beautifully structured song, with like eight hundred kinds of belt going on. <laughs> um, so you're infinitying as yeah. well. Oh yeah, okay. try and stop. <laughs> the next track is the title track, "Music Box," which was also a first listen mm-hmm. for me. Um, by Mariah and Snuffleupagus. Mm-hmm. Now, the title came from a sample, which was called Music Box. Mariah then sampled a real music box mm-hmm. and kept the name. Mm-hmm. Um, being a first listener for me, I thought it was it was a nice song. Not a lot happens, and it sort of reminds me of other Mariah songs stapled together. Like, right. oh, that was good. That was good. Let's just pop them in. Um, second listen, it did sort of start forming its own little moment. Um, but that's sort of where it is for me right now. Oh, no, I love this one. I love the... Um, I find the music box sample cloying and annoying. But once that's gone <laughs> and Mariah starts singing... Because <laughs> I love the the different textures she's getting into her voice in this song. Like, there's a very light, breathy kind of performance that she's not really used that much before now. Like she's used it a lot since, but this is kind of the first time she's like, I'm going to try and sing a bit more of a song in this kind of light, airy kind of, you know, breathy tone. And it's really sweet. It's like a really sweet tone, but also it has quite a build in it. Like, so by the time you get to, you know, the bridge, she is, you know, Four steps back from the microphone, belting out to the back of the room. It's like I'm going to start. I'm going to start like this, really sweet, and then by the end, it's like ah! <laughs> and I love it. I love the the richness of her voice in this song. Like just the like this is one of those songs for me. Like yeah, structurally it's a little bit meh. Um, like you say, it feels like a whole bunch of songs stapled together. But just the vocal performance and the the depth of her voice and the length she goes to 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 show the light and shade that she has as a performer, I just I think it elevates it above what it actually is. This is like sure. the recorded version of this reminds me a bit of when we were talking about if it's over in the MTV Unplugged, where sure. the song's fine, but then that vocal performance is so amazing. You're like, oh, that has elevated that now. Yeah, I and so. I feel like this song is, you know, a little bit undercooked uh, from the, a writing standpoint. But just, it's it's almost like the song has to be rudimentary because of what she's trying to do vocally. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I need a simple song so I can do this breathy, light voice and then move into this mother of a belt towards the end. Sure. So, yeah. And I should say, 
the the stapled together. They're good Mariah songs stapled yeah. together. They're not bad Mariah songs. It was more just didn't kind of offer anything new. Yeah, I I get me. that. It's but not, again, this is upon first listen. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't have that kind of shock of the new that you get from Dream Lover, which is you know you're like oh my sure. god, that squeals are coming in straight away. Yeah, it's you yeah. know it's got that really dirty beat. It's really it's it's a completely new sound. And this, yeah. you're right, does sound like you know I think this is um. Walter Afanasiev, this is the kind of the most he can manage um, sure. in writing. He's like, her. look how new and fresh we are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just, yeah, I think this, for the, for me, this song is all about her voice. This is just a showcase oh. for her vocal range. And, but not just, you know, the, you know, how, how many notes she can it. sing, but just yeah. how much texture she can get into her voice. Whether it's soft or whether it's loud, it's yeah. I think it's it gives me a little bit of a goosebump when I get towards the end. Oh, okay. Um, so I mean, this is probably going to seem low now. I gave it a three point five. What was your? What's your well, score? all I all I have, I want to give to thee is infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Just making me look bad. You're making up for your prologue last week. <laughs> it is. Look, this album. Really was uh, I just got back from overseas I had come out of a two year relationship I was you know I needed I needed big songs in my life and she provided them in in many ways. <laughs> yeah. She was like I'm anytime you need a friend. Yeah, she was I she was my friend. Be here. She was there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next track, which is Now That I Know, which was also a first listen. This is by Mariah Glitterers and David Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, the, first thing, the first thing I appreciated is it does sound different. It sounds so, like something that's not on the rest of the album. It actually sounds a lot like a remix. It does. Um, and I did question, is this song about Tommy? <gasps> oh. Mm. I don't remember why I questioned that, but I questioned it. <laughs> I don't remember. The, the lyrics aren't quite in my head. Um, so the thing, I kind of went back and forth on it because... So I, I did do a re-listen of this particular one. There were moments that actually reminded me of a song called Autumn Goodbye, which is a Britney Spears B-side on the you. Baby One More Time single. <laughs> um, and more for the vocal, because that's when Britney used to sing. Yeah, I remember that. You know? So she used to do a little Email bit of my the Mariah heart. inflection. Some of her great yes. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody does email. Um, now, so what I wrote was it's it's not bad, but the, the dance beat is slightly generic sounding now. Yeah. Like it's not. It, da- it dated really like, quickly. It has. Like it, it dated. Um, it, was, it started to feel dated like a couple of years after that. Yeah, um, like that. Um, I will say that Madonna erotica album that dated really quickly because it had a lot I've of not actually ever listened to it's it. It's got a lot of ele- electronic drums in it, and it just kind of like that. That stuff was amazing in remixes. Sure. Um, hence, you know, my absolute adoration and love for the Dream Lover and Anytime You Need a Friend remix. But on the album, I don't know. It's just like it just felt a little bit too. Groovy again, <laughs> she sings the fuck out of this song. Yeah, look, I will say, like, when I listened to it again, it did I vibed a little more with it because I could sort of see past, yeah, the the, the very contemporary production of 1993. Mm. <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> 
uh, but yeah, there's oh the whole album. She sing- I mean, she sings the fuck out. Of I know she really. does, but you know, it's uh, I don't know. There's th- this is one of those songs that you go, oh yeah, I know that one. That's that dancey poppy number, and then you listen to it again. You're like, oh, that's right. She really goes for it again. Like she yeah. never gives herself a day off. <laughs> No. <laughs> she never not till about 2005 like vocally she <laughs> does not rest for even a, a, a millisecond on this album well i mean hero is her day off yeah i guess and even that is like <laughs> belty 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 all the way through yeah exactly um, um so for this one i i smashed it with a three originally but i let it have a 3.5 on re-listen because i did enjoy it a little more yeah look this isn't quite infinity for me but I reckon we're in about 4.8. <laughs> oh, okay, like we're so close we're to five. Because I just love that. <laughs> 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 My friends told me to leave you. <laughs> All right. Now we have another song, which was kind of a single, kind of not. Depends where you were. Yes. Um, I have which this, is, of course. Yeah, I think I do as well. Uh, which is Never Forget You. But I have to say, I, I don't think it was a first listen. I wrote first listen. I don't think it was. I think I had listened to it. Um, by Mariah and A Baby Face, uh, which was released alongside A Little Without You, mm. um, which I think it got to number three in the US, I think probably on the back of Without You. Oh. Would I be wrong in saying so? Um, now, this was an interesting one. I think it's maybe a little bit of a grower. Yep. Not a shower. Um, I sort of wrote that it, it's nice, but not necessarily that memorable, um, which is, yeah, it's called Never Forget You. That's probably an issue. Yep. Um, there was a remix radio edit, edit, and I did write that it reminds me of End of the Road by Boys to Men. Uh, yeah, which that was a baby face too, was it not? Probably, yeah. yeah. It's that era. Uh, on an album where everything is amazing, this is like one of those spots where you go, oh yeah, this one. I like this one. But yeah. you know, it's 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 like it's just not as amazing as everything around it. Yeah. It's uh like yeah. It's it's as good as the song that precedes it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And look, so far, even when I'm a tougher scorer, there's been no song, except for maybe you're so cold. Where I've just gone, oh God. <laughs> like, <laughs> but even then, you're so cold is catchy as hell. Yeah. So um, I've yet to come across one where I go, oh, that's a bad song. Yeah. Like, ooh, what was she thinking? Or what were they doing? Yeah. Or, or what was that performance? Like, I've not really come across any of uh, anything like that. Um, so even when things aren't the fives or the infinities, it doesn't mean it's bad. When we get into ones and twos, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, so for this one, I, I gave it a 3.25, but could grow on me. Yeah. I did. I did make that allowance. How about you? Uh, look, because of the um, always, always at the end when she's really <laughs> going for it, and she screamed. It's an infinity. She's she's singing <laughs> over the top of herself and herself and herself. Like it's like she goes into a cacophony of Marianas. Um, it look again, not quite infinity, but um, I think this one's a four point five. Okay. You can do that. That's what you gave to Dream Lover. Interesting. Yeah. Um, now on to really a classic. Ken Lee. Ken Lee. To live a Bracket without you. <laughs> Close bracket. To live Now this was a number three in the US and Australia and a number one in the UK. Ooh. So I think it gets a little extra moment in the UK pressings of the number one. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> now it was written by Pete Ham and Tom Evans. Um, now I've it was... A cover of the Bad Fingers song, but definitely based on the Harry Nilsson yeah. 
version, um, one of the, the really one of the best written and paced songs, I think, yeah. and sung by in this version one of the best singers ever. So it's sort of it's just iconic, iconic. Can't top it. It's iconic runs. It's it's a whole moment in 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 and of itself. I look when you know. She says, uh, it's one of my favourite songs as a little girl. I'm going to sing it for you tonight. I'm like, oh, it was one of my favourite songs when I was a little kid. Like, and it's... <laughs> they're going to say little girl. Because <laughs> we're the same age. I'm both 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was one of those things. It's like, oh, Mariah's singing a song that I absolutely adore already. Um, and, you know, the, the Harry Nilsson one has a nice plaintive quality to it, but... You know, there are a lot of notes there that uh, go go begging. And Mariah does not stop herself from feeding Isn't those it? notes. Have you heard the original? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Bad Finger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was someone else, and I, and I probably deleted it because they're a horrible person who, like, comes after people. But it's, it's Piers Morgan now. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a singer who covers this song and thinks that Mariah's version was trash. So I'm like, well, you're trash, you piece of shit. Um, but I didn't write down his name because he doesn't have one and I don't know him. Who is it? Um, I don't remember. Some bastard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he, let's see if he can find who covered it. He has, Like, look, I listened to his version. He has a nice voice, but... Um, just don't bag Mariah or I'll come for you. <laughs> like, I might be pro-lo, but I'm pro mo Pro. <laughs> Pro-MC pro, pro as well, and I will cut a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Grantville, all right? It, did they do it but Yeah, he literally... When, when? I don't know. Oh. I don't know her, so... <laughs> I don't know. I can't find it. This is a straight man. I don't know. Okay. Um, but the video for this was also from the Schenectady concert. Didn't quite have the same resonance as the hero moment, but still fabulous. Of course, yeah. it's Mariah singing without you. Um, but you know, what else can you say? Oh, just it's so good. So it's yeah, it's very. And she, you know. This is the, my first experience of Mariah bending at the waist to really push out a note <laughs> in the video, like hanging on to the mic stand and just like, it's a, it's, here it is. Because this song does not let up. It doesn't. Once you start belting, you're belting forever. And also like the breath required, like the the yeah. the. the discipline of breathing like i know mariah has said frequently that she you know she didn't have the discipline to be an opera singer but i'm like oh jesus christ how much discipline must that be because you it is hard work singing a song like this (laughs) yeah and many of her own songs that she's written for herself i have to stop for snack breaks yeah you gotta go for a walk you gotta walk the dog halfway through it Um, but yes, look, I did find out in the, um, Mariah, when you mentioned about her hearing it when she was younger, Mm. apparently it was a song that Patricia would listen to, but then, um, not long before, uh, maybe while they were recording this album, she actually went to, I believe like just a coffee shop or somewhere, maybe to get a bagel. Um, and it came on then and that's when she thought, Oh, I remember this song. 
that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So it had been a long time between listens. And she was like, oh, my mother used to, you know, fly it. But I'm going to reclaim it for myself. Take it with both hands. To the point where now it is uh, a Mariah Carey song. Well, pretty much. Like yeah. that's that's all anyone ever associates it with. Because like even Ken, well, Ken Lee was uh, by Ken Mariah Lee Carey. by Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to live or die without um, you. Without you. And this is the song that you know. I know we have. I have uh, rubbished Mariah Carey's lower range. Uh, but yes, I cannot believe that you would do that. I'm terrible. But when she, like, like she absolutely nails the low notes on this song. Yeah. Like it is so beautiful. And again, like with the music box song, the the climb from you know this deep resonant voice to the high, really clear. Big notes. It's oh, it's <laughs> You're so beautiful. I am for. It's like the the build into the second chorus where it like there's like the drum beat like pushing. I was like, it's happening. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Um, so I, I think it's really no surprise that I gave this a little infinity. Oh, yeah. Without infinity, it has to be. Yeah, what can you do? In infinitely. Infinitely. <laughs> I tried. Um, so we're both we're settled on that. We're both on the yeah, infinity we're wagon. We're all on the infinity. All right, let's hit up uh, the next track, which is just to hold you once again, which was a first listen for me, uh, Mariah and Snuffleupagus. What I wrote about this one is I thought it was nice. It feels like an early my all. Mm, oh yeah, I see. She that. doesn't even say those lyrics, but just the the yearning factor. Um, maybe not quite the heights of my all. Yeah. But it's like, this is like, oh, I'm thinking about that kind of thing. And then by the time she got to my all, I'm like, oh, I know what I want to say. Yeah, yeah this is mm-hmm. um, this is cute. It's very, uh, you know, early 90s Mariah. Like it's, it's, this feels like, you know, I know you were talking about um, Music Box feeling like it was stapled together. This one actually does feel like the sure. best of Mariah Carey. It's like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> Uh, we have like this uh, piano building business. We've got some vo- la- vocal layering. Uh, that that's you know, it's just it just feels like yeah, a, a pastiche of Mariah. <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> like on her own album, but yeah, yes, yeah, it's um, yeah, I like it's fine. It's just it again, it's on an album with some absolute belters. So yeah, there are there are going to be some. There are going to be some ugly bridesmaids at this wedding, unfortunately. They're going to still be wearing a pretty fucking good dress, though. Similar to (laughs) emotions, there's a lot of ballads. So they're competing against each other. Um, It wasn't quite the same on the debut, which did kind of play around a little more. Um, So I gave this one a 3.5. Yeah. Look, it's a 4. Like, it can't go below four because she's still... Well, I just did. Well, you you can, but I can't because she still sings the bejesus out of it when she <laughs> when she's finished with a bit of business at the start. Maybe maybe I'm like, um, I went to the, the Patricia School of Scoring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just way tougher. <laughs> All right. Should I have half the, next the scoring talent I have. <laughs> 
The next track is I've Been Thinking About You, which was a first listen for me. Unfortunately, all I can think of is the I've Been Thinking About You. No, that is a terrible song and I will not have it repeated. Who is that? That was... uh, It used to come on at the pier at like four o'clock in the morning whenever I was there. (laughs) The heterosexual song's on. You have to be here. (laughs) Wah, wah. I need to that. (laughs) I'm going to Google it. (laughs) London Beat. Is that who it yeah. was? Yeah, nineteen ninety. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's all I can think of in this moment. But it was by Mariah Robert Clavelli. <laughs> I can't say it. And, and David Cole. Um, what I thought was it's a little bit different from um, anything else that I've heard here yes. from her. Neither good or bad, but dated. Yeah. Um, I think I would enjoy it more. If you just had no instrumentation, <laughs> just Mariah singing, yeah. I think I would enjoy it. I more. mean, I've, I'll look, and we're probably going to get this a lot with some of her production going forward. Um, but yeah, I I agree. Like the the production feels of its time, um, which is something I think that Dream Lover manages to skip around. I yeah, think a lot of by her, hooking into the, the, songs the kind of the kind of hip hoppy sound, the whereas this was very dance, um, you know, this is a very dance sound, and it's like I, I don't know why I find the the remixes. I'm fine listening to them again, yeah. but then sometimes when the dancey songs on the album, I'm like, oh yeah, now that just feels very nineties. Well, it is interesting because really, to be honest. Dance music wasn't really something that was big in America. No. Like when you look back Not at the electronic big dance, dance anyway. no, the big dance tracks all came from yeah. Europe pretty much. Um, even I remember back, you know, what, 2001, 2002, um, Kylie won the best dance recording Grammy for coming to my yeah. world. And you almost don't recognize anyone else that was nominated in that set. Whereas now, it was pretty much apparently this the you know the electronic dance sound started when the black eyed peas came to australia and because we have such an amalgamation of us yeah. uk european music as well as our own um dance was quite you know established yeah. here and he went to i think i believe a club in queensland will i am um and was like oh they're not listening to it's not hip hop like yeah. it is in america like we still have that um but the club songs are Dance electronic, yeah. um, and that's when he went back with your, your boom boom pals and your um, all of those sounding songs, and they kind of took off. And since then, it seems that now all of a sudden everyone's in doing the dance music. And so maybe you know Mariah was one of the early ones going, "Oh, I've heard this." Yeah, I love seeing you know, music inspired by Jumping on yeah it. things that make you go. Mm, let's um, get on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, so it's, it's not that there was no one in America doing it, of course. Um, but she was kind of really tapping into it and maybe when she did a little traveling and all this sort of stuff. But I think also more. like, you know, I think that early nineties dance kind of electronica is, you know, it did date very quickly. Like, you know, like I said, that erotica album just sounds terrible now. Um, yeah. Like there's a few songs that I, I would probably be like, oh yeah, that's not too bad. Um, and maybe it is because there was only like three producers who were doing yeah. it, whereas in the U- uh, in the in Europe and stuff there was just more. It was more their little niche. Moment. And also, like you know, I think it's you know as as has happened with her best dance songs 
Um, they're always remixes of other songs she's already done. Like, you know, her remix stuff is, it's like, okay, I'm going to take this really beautifully structured, amazing song and rework it. Whereas going, I'm going to create a song that is dancey yeah. feels like, oh, you're building it on not a very solid foundation. Sure. And maybe that's why they feel now a little bit kind of flimsy as songs. Yeah. Because they... But you're right. I think that era was very... That. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it's fine. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a lot of weird synthesizer bells and whistles that... Yeah, You're just like yeah, yeah. But I liked her melody. I like I liked what she was mm. doing. It's you know the song um, is fine. It's just you yeah. know I think it's let down by that kind of wishy washy. Yeah, trying to be even at, even at the time it may not have been. But also like you know maybe had we don't know what was going on with you know Tommy and the execs and everything. Maybe it had a, a more urgent sound and they're like now nah, pair it back, pair it back, and it's been more middle of the road, more middle yeah. of the road. We're saving this for another artist. And, <laughs> <laughs> this sample's not for you, uh, but yeah, it's it maybe it just you know it maybe this one was one of the ones where there was too much pushback from yeah upstairs because be. they were like fine just whatever like make it make it more make it more middle of the road make it more accessible. Yes, so for this one, I gave it a three. <gasps> Only three. Only three. Oh. I'm sorry, Mariah. Well, it has to have four. Because I mean, <laughs> it's Mariah saying it. <laughs> it's forever making me look bad. No, that's not um, the reason. All right. Now we are... It's music <laughs> it's box. I love it all. <laughs> you do love the, you love the box. I love the box. Um, <laughs> now on to what, what on the standard edition is the final oh. track. Is All I Ever Wanted, which was a first listen for me, by Mariah and Snuffleupagus. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wrote on this one was, I thought it was nice again. I thought maybe a little more successful than some of the other many, many ballads. Um, and a great vocal, as always. It did remind me of, there were elements of Hero and then... Obviously, this came before these other songs, but when I saw you in Through the Rain, mm-hmm. I don't know why, just as I was, I was just getting those yep. moments. Um, and I'll touch on some of that in in a little wrap up at the end as well. This is um, my favorite song on the album. Okay. The whole album. Really? Yeah. Uh, I know it has a very possibly intentional Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You vibe. <laughs> because when it hits the that big note that carries across the key change, you're like, oh, here we are. Like, that is one of those things that just fills me with an emotion I can't actually explain. This yeah. was my shower song for probably about 12 years. <laughs> um, Mine is Chains by Tina Arena. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. He, he watches me in the shower. It's perverted. <laughs> No, because you've told me 13 times. <laughs> yeah. They probably got edited out. <laughs> and and Will again. again. See you later. Uh, none of our listeners want to think about you in the shower. I think all of our listeners want to think about me in the shower. <laughs> I can't make it through the rain. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to face another day alone without your love. Oh my God. It just... I love this song so much. Just from the like really gentle opening that, you know, really kind of sweet few chords that you hear to 
then it just builds and builds and builds to the point where she is like it, I feel like they've taken the roof off to complete the vocal on this song <laughs> <laughs> because her voice possibly. was filling up too much of the studio. It needed it's probably it needed to poke some holes to get out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the absolute pinnacle of infinity for me. This song. Oh wow! See, this is where. I think, I mean, this actually, us discussing it can often help make or break, Mm. you know, for me, like hearing another way of listening to it or things like that. Because I think often as great, I, I, all of Mariah's vocals are amazing. Um, And I did, I did point them out on this one in particular. Um, But I think for me, I tend to look more at the song as, as a song. So that's, I'm looking at it going, you gave it infinity. I gave it a 3.5. What? How very (laughs) dare you. It's my favorite song. You know, another thing, this is another thing with, and I know that there are a bunch of the Lamely who have the same feeling that there are songs on albums that you, that were not released, that people don't really know, like Vanishing, which is just like an absolute, I adore that song. And that's my song from that album that I love. And, sure. the, and like the last album, it was Till the End of Time. And this is yeah. this is my this song is from this song. album. This is the one that I sure. go, only I know and love this one. I know there's heaps of Lamely who yeah. know and love this song. Yes. But yeah. for me, like when people go, oh, Mariah, and like you could name four songs from this album. They go, oh, yeah, I know that one. I know that one. But I would go yeah. all over for water. They're like, no, nah, I don't know that one. I was like, oh, well, let me sing it for you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Four o'clock in the morning. I'll sing the 15-minute version. <laughs> but this is the thing. So, you know, my initial score is lower, but then when I hear things like that or, you know, you're you're talking about the vocal, I'll pay attention to yeah. that next time, if that makes sense. And that can often Go and say we're vanishing. Pull, it, pull things up right now. Are you gonna? Am I going to get another <laughs> addenda sent to me later in the week? <laughs> Maybe. Could, could do. You can you can act it out. <laughs> now another thing with your I will say luminous breasts. If this was the last track on this album, mm-hmm. I may not have so much fondness for it. Yes. Because on the Australian version, it was not the mm-hmm. last track. But if this was oh like gosh. the end, I might have had a little I might have gone, ah, oh, it's done. I'm f- I want one I want, more. I want, <laughs> I want I want a I want dessert. So it was well, a lovely moment. <laughs> It does bring us to some dessert, which is Everything Fades Away. Mm. Now, when I just looked at the title track as I was listening, I was like, oh, this is a first listen. But it sounded familiar. And I was like, why is that? Is and the then I remembered it, it. It's on the rarities. So it is. So we have kind of covered it, but let's check in yes. with it. Um, so we've got Mariah and a Snuffleupagus mm-hmm. again. Um, what I thought instantly compared to the whole rest of the album is it feels more mature in the production. Yes. I felt little um, elements of Can't Let Go. Yes. Uh, we've got Choir Mariah, always good. And as it went on, like the chills got yeah. bigger, like the, the goosebumps. Um, so I don't remember what I gave it initially, but it's smashing up to an infinity now. What? I, this is probably, it's tied for favorite. So here's a weird thing. Album. So this song, amazing. And not on the US release or in most countries. Another song that was cut from this album, the B-side of Dream Lover, is Do You Think of Me, which... Which I think we covered in the the rarities as well, well, which is also one of my all-time favourite Mariah songs. And I think that there are a couple of songs, like if these two songs were actually on the album and you jettisoned a couple of your 
more mainstream dance attempt hits. Um, I think I think this would be... I mean, I don't know. It's a bigger selling album of all time. I don't know why I'm wanting it to be better. Uh, but I just feel like, you know, they sound like the kinds of songs... That's the kind of direction she's moving in as a writer, as a producer. Like, yeah. that's the kind of sound she wants more. And I feel like some of the Clavillis and Cole stuff on this album has been like pushed a bit on her in a way sure. that is not. And also, you know, David Cole was probably not entirely well at the time. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just feels a bit like I. I just I love everything fades away. I just think it's. You know, it's lush and it feels more progressive than anything else that comes before it almost. But also the fact that yeah. it's it's not a big grandstanding song. Like it like every yeah. single song on this album feels like a grandstander. Whereas this feels like, no no no, let's peter out a little bit. And I yeah. feel like if Do You Think of Me was on the album as well, it would be like one of those nice let's have a little rest moments. Whereas every yeah. single song on this album feels like like, it feels like she's running for the entire time. Sure. Like, yeah. Music Box is maybe the only time, like, the early parts of that song where she gets to really stretch her legs vocally. I'm going to sit down. For yeah. A but then, you know, she has to end the song on a big bill. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of I kind of appreciate the, you know, the fact that the, the background vocals are mostly male and and very up in the mix as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really it's a really sweet song, and I really really love it. And it's an infinity. Okay, see, we agree on something. Yeah. <laughs> now, just for a little bit of a bonus, yes. I I threw in a little endless love oh, with Lisa, Luther Vandross. Oh, she tweeted now, about this my, last week. She did. Isn't that funny? Because um, I literally had written it down before mm. that, but I was like, she knows. She knows. She knows what's going on. Um, same as Debbie Allen. Yes. She tweeted about recently too, and she was just in the previous chapter. There, there you go. go. Um, now, my introduction to Luther Vandross was actually <laughs> on the single for the Spice Girls Stop. Oh. They sang with Luther, I believe, at the Audience With oh, yes. event. Um, and they sang Ain't No Stopping Us Now. And when I say that, I mean he sang it, and they were kind of not there. the Not the one um, he did with Janet Jackson? No, that's the best things in yeah, life. Love uh, which I do know, but I, and I may have known the song, but maybe didn't know the name. Yeah. Um, but of course, this song was written by Alina Ritchie. And I have to say, pretty much every version of this song is great. Um, but the most iconic version that I think of, which just trumps this version, is the Phoebe and Chandler no, version on Friends. You're very silly, man. <laughs> This, my, my mate Wayne and I, this is our um, karaoke go-to. Don't lie, you don't have any friends. Friend Wayne. He lives in Brisbane. Um, he's taller sure he than does. Wayne, yeah, that, yeah, cause that person is. <laughs> he's like six foot six. Um, but yeah, I used to host the karaoke at the uh, <laughs> at the Peel and he, we always used to do this number. Um, so in, when I'm in Brisbane, we go to Sporty's Bar and we do a bit of karaoke there. We always yeah, belt out a bit of My Endless Love. Are you Mariah? <laughs> I'm Mariah and Luther. He barely gets a look in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a little music video, which was really just a recording studio environment. Yeah. It was sort of nothing in particular that was going on. Um, and so what I thought with this one, it's it's funny. It's it's one that I really quite like, but I don't revisit no, it. Well, because it's really? hard to get onto because it's just a single. 
It's just, yeah, it doesn't have a in the world. I mean, it was on the radio a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. I remember working in a particular shop and it came on frequently and I would turn the music up very loud. Was that the the rubber flower shop? that was the one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, because because I like it, but I don't listen to it that much, I gave it a four. Oh, no, that's Infinity. Okay. (laughs) All right, but that brings us to the end. Um, Some little overall thoughts. One thing that I did mention before, there were some songs on here and, and some melodies and things that they weren't super obvious, but they reminded me of songs like, it was like Dream Lover coming yeah. back. Like I'd hear something and go, oh, that's a bit Dream Lover-y or it's a bit Through the Rain, like foreshadowing of yeah. Through the Rain. Like there were just moments that I was like, Mariah self-referencing. <laughs> I kind of felt that even even from future Mariah, you know, when she's nine or 10. Um <laughs> But it's probably my favourite album on first listen. I think some others have kind of come up, like the debut sort of lifted for me. Um, It's maybe tied with that. It doesn't have quite as many highs in terms of the... It doesn't um, have anything as camp as Prisoner. Exactly. Um, But I think it was generally a better listening experience than emotions because there was more moments that that were like, oh, that one. And and like you said, this is an album that people remember. I still, uh, it's still my favourite album. Um, Is it? Of all of them? I think so. Wow, interesting. I mean, there are, you know, I think consistently, like from beginning to end, I love this one more. Like there are, as we go along, there are songs I love so much more um, than maybe all of these. Uh, but that's just the one But it's, song, you know, it's usually one, one or three or half the songs. I'm curious to get to your least favourite. Have we already... Was it Emotions? Have we already done No, that? Emotions isn't my least favourite. I'm just okay, trying to Are there any songs without giving it away that you just really... That, that might get a, a one? No, nothing you? will get a <laughs> one. Go, uh, but we might, okay. we might dip down to three at some point. <laughs> See, the threes for me, that's like, I like it. Yeah, I like you know? them all. I like that. And then four's like, I really yeah. like it. And then five's like, I love it. I may um, have a two. <laughs> like, there might be a steaming number okay. two. But I'm very I, curious. I, I doubt this. I'll go lower than that. But like, but even like when, when, the, when the song comes, I'll probably be like, oh, actually, no, I do like that after all this time. <laughs> yeah. I liked it just this afternoon. Yeah. Um, okay, so favorite song from this album? You, you've kind of already answered yeah, that. It's all I've ever wanted. It's all I ever yeah. wanted. So for me, I think it's a tie between "Without You" and "Everything Fades Away." Oh wow! The reason I picked "Without You" over "Hero" is because I feel like "Without You" is the, it's like "Hero," except she got to sing Mariah yeah. vocals, not Gloria Estefan <laughs> vocals. She's um, really ruined so that it's song for just. Me, hasn't she? It's kind of. <laughs> I think she ruined it more for you, but it's I kind of just like the. To you. you sound poisoned. The more, that's to hear true. her flat nasal, no, B flat voice. It's, <laughs> but no, I think there's something so unabashed with without you. It's just like pure vocal. Yeah. Um, but everything fades away. I just think is stunning. As yeah. Well. Um, and then what about a little least favorite from this? Least favorite. I mean, it's hard to have a least favorite on music box. Um, I don't know. One of one of those stupid dance numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, my least favorite is "I've Been Thinking About You," just because of the production. Yeah, but I really like her vocal on that one. <laughs> I like it too. Um, you can still like it. It's just your least favorite. It's still a favorite. Just the least one. 
It's either that or maybe it's just to hold you once again. Oh, oh. Maybe that's my least favourite. Okay, okay. It's just... Like, I, I kind of like some of the highs of now that I know... And I like some of the highs of I've been thinking about you. But just to hold you once again, just kind of, yeah. I'm now just having like visions of us once we're through the book and through the discography and, and everything else of the next podcast being a, a pro-low podcast where we like, I force a, you to listen. <laughs> to, to be honest, I haven't listened to all of the albums, so there probably would be for oh, me yeah. as well. That would be interesting. Once we get to the end, let's... Yeah, uh, just as like a little six-part series or something. Let's do an entire podcast about people we don't know with regular names. (laughs) (laughs) We'll call it regular name. Or I don't know her. We'll call it I don't know her. (laughs) That's it. Copywritten. We've copyrighted it. I don't know her from possibly the block. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people would actually get onto that. Like the I don't know her podcast. And it's just... Us trying to convince each other that that song on that album is good. Okay. Um, so the score for this one, I actually, it's funny because because I take into account the other scores I've given, I thought I'd give this a, a higher score than I did. But when I went through, there was some 3.5s and things of that nature. But it's probably the highest initial score that I've given, um, which is a four out of five. Because um, it is pretty damn good. Um, I do think that the um, my enjoyment of the MTV Unplugged Overall is a bit yep. higher, um, but I wouldn't be mad at hearing some of these songs on that just quietly. And the, as always, there is room to grow. The debut has grown exponentially. Yes. It just it keeps getting better, and this will keep as getting better the more too. you listen to it. That's why. And also, we haven't we haven't heard my favorite Mariah album oh. yet, so there's there's higher scores to come. Don't you worry. Well, this is an infinity for me. <laughs> yeah. The just, end. <laughs> end of podcast. Well, because <laughs> because of all I've ever wanted. <laughs> the one that's that one song is an infinity, so it makes the whole album. Infinity. I mean, it's got Dream Lover and Hero on it, and anytime you need a friend, like anytime you need Maybe a friend, this- is a like that's one of those songs that like I kind of had not really paid much attention to and maybe because I listened to it so much when it came out yeah um so going back to it now I was like oh that's right this oh and these remixes oh and the scatting and the oh this is so much Mariah Kim Cattrall this was the best thing like you know if you were a fan of uh, like say Madonna um then you just got like her Madonna her reedy little noise that she made, and then you saw her live, and you're like, "Oh, what is that noise?" Um, or if you liked Whitney, you know, you got the song, and then the remix would come out, and it was just the song but longer. Um, and you know, the same with you know, say Kylie, it's just the song but longer. But with Mariah, she would go, except for where is the feeling? Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole the other whole song. the whole dream lover like remix business was a revelation to me. Like it's like, Oh, it's a different key. It's a different song. It is the same song, but it is a completely different song and it's going for 10 and a half minutes. And this is when I was doing a lot of dancing at nightclubs and same with anytime you need a friend, like having four and a half minutes of her scatting over whistle tones. I'm not averse to that. So for me, this album comes with all that baggage so I can't give it sure. not in. Yeah, of course. I can't. That's fair enough. 
So it's every time enough. I listened to the album, like the other day, I was like, oh, I love all those songs. I'm going to go and listen to all the remixes as well. Even Never Forget You remixes, yeah. <laughs> which aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> but I listened to them. But I still went there. <laughs> I'm, I'm now very excited for the for the other, the I Don't Know Her podcast, where we get to an, an album called Pro to the L.O. No. <laughs> I'm now just thinking, imagine, like, the idea of you giving a one here, it would be flipped. The idea of you giving an infinity, that's the goal. Oh, wow. We just keep going until you <laughs> find a song that you could give infinity. Yeah, look, I'm telling you, I worked in gay nightclubs when that fucking song was out. And I heard it too many times. Which song? The Millennium song. Oh, yes. Too many times. I never need to hear that. And there's that other, there's that one written by Gloria Estefan as well. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this. It's happening. It's official. (laughs) 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 All right, but that that does bring us to the end of a music box. It's just, I'm going to have to go and listen to Dream Lover remix again. Dream Lover. Okay. See you in six weeks. Find us on all of the things. We'll be hitting you with a little, uh, what was it? <laughs> the triple DP. The triple triple DP. Chapters <laughs> from the meaning of Mariah Carey. Yes. And we cannot wait to, to keep scrolling through the memoirs. Yes, it's very exciting. Uh, and more bonus episodes just flying at you. Like they they'll will. be DPing you as well. Uh- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. Uh- You'll be making noises. <laughs> get, get smart noises. <laughs> I'm not playing that thing again. It's too annoying. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Lavely. Bye. Me. Yeah, I'm a kid, Piedra. Set a for cable, wind on Latin, he quote. Use it, suffer,